September, Washington State. Oh, sorry, late September, Washington State. Under the light of a wide-eyed moon, Otis Bennington Till strolled into his Syrah vineyard, puffing on an unlit briarwood pipe. At 64, and despite a
slept on the couch or in his recliner, a beast of a chair he'd worn in so well that the outline of his body was visible in the cracked worn leather. Using a letter opener that had belonged to his father, a journalist who wrote for the London Telegraph and the Bozeman Daily Chronicle, Otis rifled through the stack of mail. Eventually, he drew out a letter addressed in large, flowery handwriting. He recognized it as being from his maternal aunt, Morgan. She didn't believe in computers. She loved to brag, so her correspondence was by virtue of the United States Postal Service. Just seeing her name on the return address made Otis moan. Morgan was the queen bee of Montana, the belle of the ball, but Otis could handle her only in small doses. Her personality matched her handwriting, too big and forceful for her petite body. She'd outlive him by thirty years, he was sure of it. As always, the letter began innocuously. But Otis was wise enough to expect a surprise. He found it, and the words made him jump to refill his glass. He could hear her high-pitched voice as he reread the end. I'm coming to see you, sweetie pie. What's it been? Five years since the funerals. Not acceptable. Seems like you and I are the only two of our blood who are managing to survive this sometimes awful should share secrets. I'll be there on Monday. According to the lovely lady at the post office, you should get this letter on Saturday. I didn't want to give you the time to stop me. Make sure you pick up some Folgers and have a nap. You know I can't stand that Seattle single origin crap. See you very soon, Morgan. Otis reached for a Coming to town. Involuntarily, Otis's imagination played. 
a series of disastrous scenarios resulting from our visit. All of them centered on his being embarrassed in front of his friends and fellow Red Mountain inhabitants. Otis knew his reputation on the mountain. He was a, res he was a respected leader, a pioneer, the wisdom bearer, the godfather, the man, the young winemakers and grape growers came to see. How easily Morgan could burst this persona exposed to be picked apart and laughed at by the vultures of youth. His thoughts finally faded to black. He woke in the chair hours later. The window faced the top of Red Mountain, which was about 1,400 feet at its highest point. The sun hadn't quite peaked over the mountain, but had brightened the night to a tarnished silver, illuminating the silhouettes of the vines running out a lone coyote his spirit animal stood there looking at him white cold eyes glowing in the early morning light they'd met a few weeks before in the same place the two stared at each other for a long time before otis tipped his tweed cap and closed his eyes again <laughs> Bastard. 
Especially Sardinian. I could use some comfort food. 
so much for listening to this first episode of the Reading You to Sleep series. I hope you were able to relax and hopefully fall asleep. I hope you all join back next time for episode 2, where I will read chapters 3.